0: Another episode of Parkview in Pod where I, Kurt Frankum, go around the Parkview Ward and record living histories of members of the Parkview Ward. And uh, today we're talking with Cammie Pearson, a.k.a. the Bishop's Wife. Do you like that term, Cammie?
1: Um, it's a little intimidating. Yeah. (laughs) It is. I'm not sure what role I'm supposed to play exactly, but.
0: Right. Yeah. As a, as a little girl, I bet you never dreamed of being, oh, I just want to grow up and be a bishop's wife. Right.
1: (laughs) Well, my mom was always a bishop's wife and then she was a state president's wife. And Uh so I, I just watched her. I knew it was a busy busy life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. And it is one of those things, uh, you know, sort of this unofficial calling. I mean, I don't know if you feel that at all, but, uh. I mean, there's sort of responsibility or just like, I don't know, just you want to support your husband as he does the bishop thing. and, and Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: And I sometimes, you know, I'll give him a little advice that here and there. And
0: <laughs> I, don't <Nice>. know. <laughs> I don't
1: know whether or not he takes it, you know. <laughs> That's the, okay. true, the
0: true third counselor, right?
1: So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, just taking care of things while he's at um, meetings and stuff. But cool. it's definitely easier now that my kids are older.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I, he was the first, uh, living history, I guess, uh, we recorded here. And so now we get your side of the story Did, and you listen to, to that uh, interview. And was there any like huge, um, huge, uh, I don't, I don't want to call them lies, but, uh, any, <laughs> any inaccuracies?
1: Um, not that I, not that I caught. No. All right. All right.
0: <laughs> well, he seems like a pretty, uh, pretty honorable, yeah yeah
1: sure.
0: so let's uh, maybe just start from the beginning I, I and many people even know your your parents who are in the ward as well now yeah and yep. so yeah. Are, are you just were you born and raised in in Twilla area or URDA or
1: um i was born in Orem, then moved to west valley where i lived till i was 10 and then we moved to URDA. and nice. and then when brandon and i got married we lived in twilla then we moved to Erda and then stansbury so we don't we don't get out much, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but do you feel like your heart is in like Twilla County or?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think we're pretty, uh, my whole family lives here. I have three siblings. They're all here. My grandma and, gra- well, my grandpa just passed away, but my grandma lives here and then my parents. So Nice. Yeah, we're all cool. close.
0: <laughs> Was it ha- hard as a 10 year old to move to out here or were you comfortable so in West Valley?
1: Yes. I think it just changed my personality actually. in what way i think i went from really extroverted um and outgoing to really introverted and just shy took me quite a while to get over it yeah but and maybe i never did (laughs) because i'm still pretty introverted
0: (laughs) yeah and that's okay right
1: yeah (laughs) it's fine
0: so how, how would you describe just your growing up years
1: um i just really fun my parents were amazing i'm my siblings we obviously fought a lot but we also had good, good times and, and we're all really close now. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it was really, it was really great. It was, and moving here, even though it was hard, it was hard for a while. I mean, it was, it's the best thing ever for us cause we love it out here. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And where do you fall in and, and how many siblings are there?
1: Um, four and I'm the oldest. Oh, wow. So all my kids are the oldest and yeah, we're, the and Brandon's oldest and what- too. So we're, we're oh, the, wow. the old couple of the family.
0: Nice. So, uh, I mean, did, did you feel like that prepared you for motherhood at all being the, the oldest?
1: I think, I think so. I always so badly wanted to be a mother. That was like my main goal in life is to be a mother. So, mm-hmm. um, plus I just had such a wonderful example in my, mo- my own mother. She's just the most caring, kind, like person you'll know, but especially mother. Um, so yeah, I just really wanted that for myself and yeah I mean it is my greatest blessing now too is to be a mother
0: yeah, yeah yeah um, how would you describe like your faith development obviously pretty traditional, faithful home that you were raised in? I imagine,
1: yeah, traditional, but I um question a lot of stuff oh, yeah. <laughs> all the time I'm just a questioner, so I mean it was definitely a thing like where I was raised in the church, but I very much had to like um stop borrowing my parents' light, i guess if that uh-huh. and you know, and I and so I like to figure things out on my own. If I have a question, I like, I like to work through it. I want to find answers for myself. So, um, I don't really take things for granted all the time. I, I, because I, I think I've put in quite a lot of work to get an answer for things that I've questioned. So, um, yeah, definitely had a great foundation, but then also like I've had, you know, slowly building on that yeah. throughout the years.
0: So when you say you were a questioner, like, just growing up, were you asking a lot of questions? Was it like, were you always skeptical of things or you're just cu- more curious?
1: Both. <laughs> okay. But, you know, just everything. Like I just was like, well, what well, then why this, why that? Um, and I just feel like I just, I really like to, you know, do the research and uh-huh. find different answers, you know, that, that suit me. And, and so, yeah, I've, and then I find them in scriptures and I find them in other good sources I think too. Mm-hmm. So so I definitely always like to be reading and learning.
0: Yeah. And so during those developmental years were you, um I mean, you were you're questioning and learning and whatnot, but I mean it was sort of just building or were there moments of like rebellion or questioning your faith deeply or anything like that?
1: No. <laughs> I've never had it in me to rebel. I just am the most boring person. <laughs> I just was like, I, you know, it just didn't, it wasn't anything that I even thought about. So it was just more just like, well, okay, so I need to reconcile this with this. Um, Like just for an example, like, you know, just in school learning about evolution, I was like, Hey, now, how does that fit in with God's plan? And mm-hmm. so I did just, I did a lot of reading and I, um, I found a book by, um, by oh, Henry Iring Sr.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and he just, he had, he said so many um, helpful things that helped me like, cause he was a scientist and I was like, yeah. you know, if I, so I really trusted what he said and, and I was just able to kind of like, um, kind of see how like God and science can work together. And so, yeah, I just, I just like to find things out for myself, I guess. Yeah.
0: No, that's cool. So you said you, you didn't have it in you to rebel. Uh, would your parents describe you as like a, an easy child to raise? Like you were just always trying to make the right choices and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe I had anxiety, so maybe a little emotional, but <laughs> like, um, for, yeah, not super. I think I was pretty easy to be honest. Yeah. Like I think my mom would be like, don't you want to go hang out with friends tonight? Like, is there something that you can be doing? Other than reading <laughs> I'd be like, oh yeah, I probably should, but
0: Yeah. So yeah. did that define a lot of like especially those uh, teenage years as reading? You like to read?
1: I love to read, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, just studying, learning. So
0: Yeah. So what were you reading as a teenager?
1: Um everything, but I've gotta tell you, like and this Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I was obsessed as a teenager with Harry Potter. (laughs) And I was like the OG Harry Potter reader because I was waiting for the books to come out. Yeah. I started, uh, you know, I was like a young teenager waiting for them to come out. And by the time the seventh one had come out, I had two babies and I dressed them up as Harry Potter and put little glasses and scars on them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So diehard Harry Potter fan. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that is an interesting dynamic because I remember those years of it coming out. I, I actually, I didn't read it myself until they were all out, but, um, but yeah, it was like this moment of, it was almost like, you know, the, a Star Wars moment for some people. It's like the next book is coming out, like line up yeah. at the bookstore. It's in the media. Like, here we go. Right.
1: Oh yeah. I was lining up at the bookstore for sure. Really? Oh yeah. I was wearing my wizard's robe and <laughs> on my wand.
0: <laughs> wow. Look at these things. We're learning this. Is- <laughs> And um, and would it take you like a day or two just to get through the, the book?
1: Um, Yes. I remember reading the seventh one. I think I dropped my baby off to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> this take care of the kid for a little bit. <laughs> and then I just read straight through and I heard Brandon's alarm go off in the morning. And I was like, oh, shoot.
0: <laughs> So you like read through the night?
1: I read through the night. I think I read it in, yeah, like a day and a night.
0: <laughs> nice. So would you say that, you're primarily like uh, the genre is like a, a novel and maybe even fantasy or was that just the Harry Potter focus?
1: Um, yeah, I think historical fiction is what mm-hmm. I really like um, and fantasy. So I've written a couple novels and those are my genres that I've written. Oh,
0: really? Nice. It's
1: historical fiction and fantasy. So, yeah. So when my-
0: did, when did you start writing?
1: Um, I've kind of always been writing, but like, I, I went to school, and I got my bachelor's degree, and then I had a bunch of kids. Uh, <laughs> and I kind of didn't have time for that. But then, like, just um, oh, when they started growing up, I started writing just on the side for fun. Nice. And, and then eventually ended up with a couple books, but I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> still working on those things.
0: Is it, like, part of, like, is your dream to be published to some degree or at least have it on the bookshelves or?
1: Yes, it is. So yeah, now I'm feeling like putting that out there is going to jinx me.
0: (laughs) Here we go. All right. Everybody's going to be asking when you're submitting that manuscript,
1: right? No, they do. (laughs) Whatever your book, they say that and I'm like, (laughs) well, I don't know. (laughs) So much pressure. I'm working on um, a master's degree in creative English and creative writing. So the more that I learn, the more I want to fix in my books.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why you got to get them published, and then it's like, well, sorry, it's published; you can't fix it, right? You <laughs> well, I just on. never
1: read them again. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice.
1: the mistakes.
0: So, any other like, what are your some of your go-to favorite books other than Harry Potter? Are there any come to mind?
1: Yeah, Jane Austen, love with oh, yeah? major Austenite. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You're fine. You're falling in every cliche with the. I'm
1: like I'm <laughs> just like the typical basic. Yeah, yeah I know, but-, but
0: you're like always reading a book.
1: Um. Yeah, or listening. Well, now I just listen to everything. because okay. I'm driving my <laughs> kids everywhere.
0: Nice. So, if somebody in the ward needs a good book rec- recommendation, you're the go-to resource for that.
1: Yeah, I guess if they like what i like <laughs> if it's not then they'll be really disappointed yeah.
0: and it's primarily fantasy that you write or that you read like uh,
1: yeah just and historical fiction like oh, I'm that's right historical
0: fiction book, Nice. So, yeah so in the last year or two what would have been a, a book or two that you've really enjoyed
1: i really like the rose code by kate quinn it's about world war ii and the um women code breakers
0: oh
1: so nice really interesting have,
0: have they made that a movie yet
1: no but they should i hope they, they should, do right yeah that's, that's cool.
0: Great. Nice. So going back to, to your teenage years, anything else that would define you? You were just Cammie, the reader who was not rebellious and <laughs> was questioning her, her uh, you know, principles of faith, but not in a way that would, you know, just in, in a learning, you know, context, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. That's me in a nutshell. Sounds super boring. <laughs> <laughs> nice. At home yeah. reading. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's
0: Love it. Me. So uh, where'd you go to high school?
1: I went to Tooele.
0: Okay. Cool. Was that like, I yeah. guess uh, I don't, when did Sansbury high come around?
1: So Sansbury high, I remember it because when it came because my sister was the first student body president in 2000, I think she started 2009 and graduated in 2010.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. So it wasn't, yeah. basically was it just, there was a Twill high and a Grantsville high. That was, yep,
1: that was it. Wow. And our Twill high was really old and dilapidated. It was clear back in the,
0: yeah. Dave. They've, they've uh, updated it, renovated it a little bit since then.
1: Oh, they knocked it down, I think. In oh, they did? Yeah. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Nice. <laughs> That's all that, <laughs> that could be done you. with that thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so you graduate in, in what year?
1: Um, 2001.
0: Nice. And what was the plan uh, at that point?
1: Um, You don't know that there was a very good one. <laughs> After around from different colleges. I <laughs> think you went to like three different colleges yeah before I like well so I started at Westminster then I went to UV. well back then it was UVSC. that's
0: right I went there as well
1: Uh did you Uh (laughs) when I was the SC they were just trying to switch it over I think when I was there and I got my associates from there and then I met Brandon and um then we moved to to Willa and I finished out at the the extension
0: nice and that's where you got that your uh, your degree
1: yeah my undergraduate which was um liberal arts and sciences which was basically just like you have so many credits we don't know what you're gonna do with them just take this and go <laughs> i uh-huh. feel like that was what it because i just i kept switching my major and yeah
0: yeah and did up- you did you know brandon at all before uh like during high school or before his mission or
1: i had heard of him
0: he was a legend huh
1: <laughs> well, he dated my friend, my good friend, but he was going to Grantsville and I was in Twila, And so he had dated my friend. And so I heard her talking to him and I, I went to prom that year with, with someone else. And she just came with Brandon just to watch. And she kind of introduced him. And I was like, Oh, I want to marry that guy. Like I just, <laughs> I saw him and was like, <laughs> but then I didn't really think a ton of it. Cause he went on a mission after that, but yeah, it worked out for some reason. somehow. Nice.
0: So you had uh, just a quick interaction with him before his mission, then he left and then you didn't really hear about him or of him until.
1: Oh no, until I didn't bit. have, I didn't have any ties to him really. So, yeah. yeah.
0: So how did it, what, uh, what connected you after his mission?
1: Um, so, my mom, we call her Mrs. Bennett because she's kind of been, like, <laughs> she's just really good at, like, matchmaking her daughters. But his da- his mom cut hair, so she was like, okay, now I'm going to make an appointment for your little brother to go get her his haircut by his mom. And maybe, hopefully, he'll be there because it was at her home. She had a home salon. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so I took my brother and... Um, his mom said, "Oh, my my son just came home off of his mission. Do you want to meet him?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, sh- sure, I guess." <laughs>
0: and, then, and you knew uh, you knew this was the Brandon that you thought you wanted yeah. to marry before it. So yeah. He, yeah, Inside you're screaming, "Of course, right?
1: Yeah, go get him!" <laughs> and then yeah, he came down. I don't know how like excited he was <laughs> to come down and meet me, but yeah. So then he got my number and. Uh, yeah. Called me and in. what
0: was the first date?
1: Um, I think really I think it was just like going to my house, like my parents' house, and I remember jumping on the trampoline. It was so romantic.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what a romantic. That's great.
1: <laughs> like my little sister out there with us probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. So just, just a casual hangout date.
1: Yeah, it was just a casual thing. Nice.
0: And did it progress pretty quite quick after that?
1: Or? Yeah, yeah. So I think we met in August. We got married in March. So pretty fast. Oh, wow.
0: Now he tried to run away to college. He did. After, after meeting you, right?
1: Yeah, he did. He thought he was going to go up there and <laughs> find someone in Idaho. I don't know. He, like, I'm not sure what like brought him back exactly. But yeah, was just, that
0: like heartbreaking for you? Like, did it feel like a breakup and,
1: yeah, and all the things? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was like, well that guy <laughs> what a waste of my month because <laughs> it was august and then he went in september yeah, yeah um but yeah i think we kind of both knew it was just meant to be so was, mm-hmm. you know it was hard we did it wasn't like super easy but yeah
0: but yeah so you it, stayed in touch as he was at byu idaho and yeah and then coaxed him back
1: <laughs> i dragged him back here <laughs> made him marry me um, yeah yeah he didn't i don't he just didn't love school mm-hmm. either so he was like i think i'm good with what i've done so he's like i'm yeah so he's yeah i, I like school a lot more than he does i think
0: <laughs> nice so what do you remember just from those uh those early years of, of being a newlywed
1: um well we had a baby like quickly after like within a year so mm. i remember you know just being like a little nervous like how are we going to pay our bills and how are we going to you know afford a baby and um so it was a little stressful with that but but it was a lot of fun too and yeah yeah it was just um yeah. Cause it was just, it's really nice always having someone to support you and help you. And, and then, and Brandon's always been that for me. So, mm. yeah.
0: And he, he mentioned in his, uh, living history, just, uh, it was, it was really touch and go for a lot of years there as far as establishing a career and, and getting some consistency of income. Um, and whatnot. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, yeah, sometimes we'd be okay. Sometimes not. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like even just little things like health insurance that you don't think about when you have a job for someone. Sorry. That was hard because our baby was born with duplicate ureters. And so she had surgery as a baby. And then they wouldn't like give us insurance after because for her, because she had a preexisting condition. So I remember that was hard and just trying to figure out, you know, like what Brandon was going to do for work and, and just everything, just a lot of relying on prayer, I think. And then, Mm -hmm. Yeah, but looking back, we can definitely see God's hand in everything that that we went through. So
0: yeah, and at this point, you you had already graduated from college, right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay.
1: I nice. just and I had, um, well, by the time I graduated from college, I had two babies. But oh wow, yeah, nice. you're close too. I don't know, we did it all really fast.
0: <laughs> Might as well just jump in, right? And I guess. get the family going, get the school finished.
1: Right. Yep, yep. I had five kids in six years, and yeah it was busy
0: (laughs) nice and then um let's see how many kids how many kids you have now five five right and so you you feel like i mean most days you're just living the dream like being the mom and doing the thing um
1: i think i am i just need to remind myself of that i think it's so easy to like not be grateful for everything you have you know yeah um but yeah i i I do. My family is everything to me, and Brandon and the kids are just like they. Yeah, definitely. I think I've been blessed so much. So,
0: yeah. So, what what advice would you give yourself? You know, in in on as a new mother now that with the, the hindsight of experience or whatnot.
1: Um, I don't know. Like <laughs> that's really hard. <laughs> um, I think just that everything will work out or to, you know, to put it like the way that president Nelson would put it, let get, let God prevail. I think mm-hmm. it would be not so much worrying, not, you know, not so much lying awake, wondering how things will turn out or if they will, um, just really putting faith in God and just, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think that would be my big thing. I still struggle with that. Even though I know I can look back and see how everything turned out. mm
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, what would you say, like, just as from the perspective of being the bishop's wife, like, is there been, has it been easier or harder or you're just indifferent to
1: it all? He's always going to be busy, Brandon. He's just always going. So if he's not doing something, he'll be doing something else, coaching or whatever. So I just think we're really blessed. And I, so I wouldn't, I, I just I mean, I, I can complain about anything, so I won't say I won't complain, but um, we're just so blessed. And my kids, I love that they've had extra, like, opportunities for service because he knows, like, you know, who needs help. And just, it, I like, it's been just a blessing to us, really.
0: Yeah. Is there a story from uh, when he was called that, that you remember? Like, what was that experience like?
1: So, uh, yes, actually, that it's funny you should ask because it involves you. (laughs) Oh, it does? I've been listening to your podcast
0: forever. Oh, nice. Nice Um,
1: And then I was listening to your podcast and I got like this really strong feeling Brandon should listen to this because it was like, and you were like talking about bishops and I was like, oh no, what does that mean? (laughs) Does that mean he needs to, he's going to be bishop? And then I went to the temple a little bit later and I felt like pretty strongly. But as I told him, I was like, hey, you need to listen to this podcast, this leading saints podcast. And um, he was like, oh, I don't know. But now we listen to your podcast all the time. Every drive we go on. so
0: Good. As as you should, right? You get get your scripture study in and you get your Kurt Franken time Um, in and
1: (laughs) <laughs> yep, it all counts.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> nice. So you, you sort of had that prompting, and then and encouraged them to listen, and then that was it. A few weeks later, or what?
1: Um, yeah, really, just yeah. a few weeks later. So. Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah, but- so, what could like ward members be aware of, or how could they serve you, help you? I mean, I mean, but you're also surrounded with family in the ward. Yeah. Right? You got great kids. got <laughs> yeah. your parents here. Um, but anything we should be aware of, just as far as being the bishop's wife
1: um i i don't know i mean <laughs> it's hard no i mean we were just we're we're good we're so blessed and yeah. i not not that i can think of right now yeah. i think ward is amazing i well i just you know think everybody's so supportive so helpful good. to him and to us so yeah
0: awesome so um is there any, what would you say as far as being married to a, a home builder as well? Not just the bishop, but the, a home builder. Is it, it probably makes, you know, it's maybe building your home was a little more fun than it was for me. Because <laughs> you, you could tell your husband how he wanted it and where and when. And
1: I could, but he can also tell me no. <laughs> There's all those sorts of business about structure and not oh, yeah. like, you know, do everything. Because it won't hold the house up, but <laughs> physics
0: you know (laughs) engineering
1: i'm like what i'm like i have this great idea and he's like you know that's not it's not gonna work Mm -hmm. but yeah no it's awesome because i i did have like an idea kind of of what i wanted and he was able to kind of bring it to fruition so it was fun
0: nice and now you have your forever home
1: i think so i yeah, yeah i don't see anything that's cool yeah i hope so
0: yeah. Well, it is. I mean, pier is the place to live right in uh, in the Stansbury Park. Right. I joke that in the word you're either you either live on pier or you're building a home on pier. So
1: yeah. <laughs> it just seems like what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, cool. fun. it's it's been really fun, but
0: nice. Yeah. Um, And what about like what's your your go to like date night? If you and Brandon have a, a Friday night open, what do you love to do?
1: Um, well, one thing that we really love, which I didn't think Brandon would like these when we first got married, cause he's all into sports, but we really like plays. So we go to, we've gone to a lot of plays together. Um, and just, I mean, just movies and stuff too, with like yeah. a regular date night, but yeah.
0: Nice. And do you like going to Salt Lake for those or? For yeah. Place?
1: Yeah. Usually Hill or
0: mm-hmm.
1: we'd love the Tuacon and not, that's not like a normal date night, but. Right,
0: yeah. <laughs> but you'll make a trip down South to to see some of those shows yeah,
1: yeah every summer so
0: love yeah. it uh, maybe just go through e- each one of your kids like and and <laughs> describe them what stands out their personality what do you love about them all that stuff
1: okay so mercedes is 17 she'll be turning 18 in february which means that i've almost entirely raised a human being which <laughs> i think is so crazy nice. to me like <laughs> uh, how's it been that long um, but she is amazing. She's just she works so hard in school. She's a beautiful singer. She runs cross country and track. She also has studied ballet, and she's a very prolific reader. She's really she's really into literature and writing as well.
0: Um, her mother's daughter, huh?
1: <laughs> I trained her to be that <laughs> way. <laughs> <Out> of, like,
0: <laughs> Indoctrination like, so from
1: the room, the womb. I was reading Harry Potter to. so um yeah and she's just very like kind and um really in tune with other people's needs and Mm -hmm. and with the spirit too so so she's pretty awesome and um aiden he just turned 16 he's um plays basketball basketball is kind of his life right now Mm -hmm. and he's just so smart he's just really um tender hearted compassionate and uh, he's just he's funny he's super witty and yeah he's he's pretty amazing too and then we have cash and they their twins cash came first so he's he's the twin who looks like me and <laughs> got lighter hair blue eyes and are they
0: identical did- or
1: no, not okay. not even. <laughs> so he's really tall, lanky. Um, he plays basketball as well, and he's he's just a really hard worker. He's also he's like just really looks out for people, and and he's always happy to help. And he's the first one to run out and help with groceries or or yard work or anything like that needs to be done. Um, and Tyce, he's. He's also so, there. he's just so tender hearted. He once saw like a, a little boy, his friend didn't have enough or had like holes in his shoes. So he saved up his money for a month to buy his friend's shoes. And I just think I wouldn't probably notice that at that age. But he's he's just really cognizant of like other people, I guess, too. He's got dark hair, brown eyes, like Brandon. And he, he's a swimmer. So. Wow. He, that's um, him. And then our baby is Adelise. She's 11. And she's just super sweet, fun. She loves life. She's just so good with little kids. And and she's just my little buddy. She, she's just the, yeah. yeah.
0: So, and any of their names come from like a, a book that you read once or? <laughs> any meaning? There, there's no Ron's or Harry's or?
1: <laughs> no, those are not great names. <laughs> I, um, uh, but Mercedes comes from Uruguay. It means Our Lady of Mercies, like the the um Mary the Mother of Jesus. It's Spanish, but oh. but the the town, Mercedes was one of Brandon's first areas where he served. Oh nice. Aiden actually comes from Harry Potter, but just a tiny little line. (laughs) When they're in the Quidditch Cup and there's an Irish player named Aiden Lynch. I just came across that. I was like, oh, that's cute.
0: (laughs) And his middle name Lynch?
1: (laughs) No, but that would be weird.
0: (laughs) You you enjoy Harry Potter, but you're not weird about it.
1: Not that weird. I mean, (laughs) pretty weird. Not that weird. (laughs) Nice. um, Yeah. And then... Cash, I don't know, just like like the name. Yeah, Tice. I Brandon wanted um, Ty from Ty Bo, which is another of his mission areas in Uruguay. And I was like, well, can we make it a little longer? Like, what about Tice? There was like um, a dance show that was really popular. Like, oh, so you think you can dance? And there was like a choreographer named Tyce Diorio. and I was like, what about that? 'Cause we just found out that we were having twins, like when we went in to find the gender. Like I was fit, uh-huh. five months along. So they're like, Oh, you know you're having twins, right? And I was like, No. Nope. Wow. <laughs> so we just decided their names at breakfast, like right after that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the inspiration flowed. Nice.
1: Yeah. And Adelise, I just I took French in high school and there's a book <clears throat> with the name Adelise. So mm-hmm. I just kinda had that saved up from high school. So that's that's where nice. they came from.
0: There they are, right?
1: There they are. Now they're
0: yeah, cool. They're and And uh, anything else as far as about being a mom or just your the current stage of life you're in now that would be worth mentioning or?
1: Um, I don't know. Like I, I this is a stage where I never I didn't imagine growing up. I just kind of always imagined babies and toddlers and. I, I didn't imagine having teenagers, but they're <laughs> yeah. so fun. They're just like my little friends and super annoying sometimes and make fun of me all the time. But like, you know, I make fun of them back and we just laugh at each other and, and they're fun to hang out with. And I, I really love the stage of life. Like I thought I would just really, really miss the baby stage. And I still love babies and toddlers. So mm-hmm. anytime if anybody call, wants to call me to like, any calling, I'm always so happy to be in primary or nursery because <laughs> I love yeah. little kids. But I also, I love my teenagers. They're just, they're they great.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm sure you have connections to a guy who could maybe arrange some callings.
1: For- I know. I was going to say that. Is there anyone, <laughs> anyone I could talk to about getting one of those callings? Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, and what about just the f- the future? I mean, what do you see in your future? As uh, your kids are growing up, like you said, you know, you've almost raised a f- uh, an adult into this yeah. world, and so someday they they move out or whatnot. But any any hopes and dreams for the future?
1: Um, I mean, just that they come around a lot. Still, I just <laughs> want us always to be close and bring their babies <laughs> when they move out and <laughs> they get married and have babies. Um, yeah, I just think. I just want to have kind of the same dynamic as my family has now. Like my children are really close to my parents and I, I want to be close to my grandkids too, you know, always mm-hmm. join my posterity, I guess. Um, so that that is that that's not a very clear picture of the future.
0: Well, that, that but. works. I mean, you want your future <laughs> yeah. to be full of family. It sounds like
1: Yeah. I mean I think that's what's important, right? And maybe get a book published or two.
0: There you go. All right. <laughs> and if anybody like, you know, wants to read one of your manuscripts, is it open for review or
1: it is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I've yes. had a few beta readers who've read it. But um
0: So give us a few book trailers. Like what what give us an introduction or summary of the of the book or books.
1: Oh gosh. I have a memorize. <laughs> Um, let me think of what my elevator pitch was. It's a historical fantasy about a girl who lived during Cromwellian England, like during the Civil War. It was oh the God. age of the witch finders, like and the witch finder general who would, for pay, hunt down women and uh, accuse them of witchcraft. And so a lot of <clears throat> women were hanged at that point. And um, so this girl in my book actually does practice magic, and and her mother was hanged as a witch earlier. And so she moves to London with a, um, and magical she attends a magical school. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I,
0: don't know what that's- I was going to ask is <laughs> if, received- if magic's involved. And so this, th- it it's is. got legit magic in it.
1: It's yeah. Yeah. It's but it's a-
0: not in the Harry Potter universe.
1: No. I mean, it could be,
0: right be like
1: before harry potter Ah, nice <laughs> insisted, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Cool.
1: but i would not ever like claim to be anything like jk rowling because she's a genius so <laughs> sure yeah she's, yeah.
0: she's proven herself for sure yeah,
1: it's like hogwarts light <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice and so i like this this and other manuscripts are like done like they they're yeah. ready to go
1: well, I don't know if anything's ever done that I write. I just keep going back and being like, oh, what was I thinking? Yeah. Type, type, type. But yeah. I mean they're but, pretty but much But
0: the, the story arc is there and
1: Yeah, yeah. It's finished. And I've had it like edited and stuff by like a professional, but I still think that there's some things I want to fix. So All right. I keep tooling around with that.
0: So forever. maybe <laughs> maybe twenty twenty four We'll see it on the bookshelves.
1: (laughs) Maybe in 20 to 24 years. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) I should probably have some more concrete goals, but. um...
0: (laughs) But it's fun nonetheless. It's like you're. It's fun. (laughs) It's a good Yeah. Yeah,
1: It's a good hobby. And I, yeah, yeah, I enjoy it.
0: And you have, uh, I imagine, several other storylines in your head that need to be put on paper, but you just haven't done it yet.
1: Yeah. I'm working on a regency. So that's like the Jane Austen era type book but but then Uh i'm in school now too so i'm doing it like that kind of takes up oh yeah also i'm terrible at time management so (laughs) even though i say how much i love writing i (laughs) somehow put it off a lot so sure
0: and you're literally in the middle of raising teenagers into adults so yeah that takes some time right
1: then they have a lot of activities end up driving a lot but awesome
0: Well, any other dynamic or topic or thing that we miss that that d- would need to be part of the Cami recipe here?
1: Cami recipe. <laughs> I what do we miss? I, I think that's probably. I don't know. <laughs> that's me We got it and all.
0: I- then we're good.
1: <laughs> probably, yeah. Good,
0: good. <laughs> so, um, what if you were to get in a time machine and go a hundred years into the future and talk to your posterity? in a 100 years from now what message would you have for them
1: um probably the same as if i were to go backward like let god prevail i think that would still be my message which is not my message but it's a good one <laughs> and i think i think it, it, if you do that like i'll everything that seems so trying in life which it is life is hard we always have trials and tribulations but i think that we can learn that we can rely on our heavenly father and that he will that we, he's watching over us i think we can like i say i can look back on my life and think okay this was the hardest time of our lives this was really a huge challenge but i can i can see where the lord blessed us and some of our hardest trials were when i was the closest to my savior and whenever i'd get complacent it's because my life is just going fine and i think oh you know i don't need i don't need to read my scripture so much i don't need um, to to rely on god and and then of course i'm humbled eventually because i'm like oh i don't want to be alone and i i know that i can I can turn to the scriptures and I can find answers to my problems. And so I and because I know that and because I know that he has been blessing me for my whole life, I know that he loves me and that he's mindful of me and and he's mindful of all of his children. And so I think I would maybe just remind my posterity of that.